At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you're listening on Thursday when this episode is released or any other day of the week. I so appreciate you taking the time to tune in. We're continuing today with our series on planning. Although I will say we're going against the grain with what we traditionally hear when it comes to planning. Typically, it's chock full of tips and tricks on how to be your most productive self, how to get more done, how to triple, double your goals, whatever it is. And if you've been tuning in at all through this series, you know that we are definitely talking more about how to plan for the upcoming year, 2023 specifically, in a way that is aligned with your feeling, with who you ultimately want to be. And last week in episode 63, 62, 62, we talked about you know what to do when you don't necessarily know what's next for you. And this is something that's going to happen so many times throughout your journey as an entrepreneur and just in life in general. Like, I can't even count on two hands how many times I have been like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm being called for. And it doesn't mean that I don't take action. It doesn't mean that I don't show up every single day and experiment with things. I mean, I have found that it's actually during those periods where I'm not 100% sure on what I want to do next that I grow the most because I'm still showing up. I'm still trying things. And sometimes I'm stretching myself in different ways that I wouldn't have done if everything was super rigid and planned out. Now, of course, there are seasons and times in life where that plan of action, those specific steps is absolutely necessary. And I really find that a balance between the two, although, you know, I don't know when one is going to, you know, step up to the to the microphone more than another one, but I find that the balance and the ebb and flow between the two is just really really beneficial to my overall growth. And so, if you haven't tuned in to last week's episode, I highly suggest that you do so because it was a really special episode for me. It felt super transparent and vulnerable, and I think we need more of that when it comes to building businesses online and especially when it comes to you know mapping out our plans for the new year. So definitely tune in to episode 62. And of course, we kicked it all off with episode 61, where I shared more about some of my tips this time of year when you don't necessarily want to show up and do all of the things, but you still want to grow your business. <laughs> like, How do you do that from a content standpoint? And I shared some of my top tips. And so today, we're going to have another tip episode. I mean, I feel like the name of this episode gave it away. I'm going to share with you six of my planning tips as we approach the new year. But I want you to keep in mind, and you're going to see this as I start to share these tips with you, that we're planning in a different way than maybe you have in the past. It's really about setting these intentions and setting these intentions from a place of true alignment. Even if you don't know exactly what you want to do, I want you to start to think about who you want to become and start to think about the daily steps that you can take, the daily, the weekly, the monthly, the quarterly, 
the yearly steps that you can take to become that person. And I think when we start to plan from that angle, there's not a finish line. You're always becoming, you're always evolving, you're always stepping into. And for me, that was really hard for a really long time. And like I shared last week's episode, it still comes up from time to time. I'm like, wait, when is this When is this over? <laughs> you know, or like, when do I reach that goal? Because that's just the type of person that I am. But when I start to set these little mile markers, when I start to set these little checkpoints, if you will, of like, wow, you did that. That's amazing. Look how far you've come. But also knowing like there's still so much more to do and being really excited about that continuous growth, it really just changes the game in my life, but especially in my business. So let's get into some of these tips with that disclaimer. I've got six of them for you today. And the very first tip that I have is to choose two to three main focuses for the whole year. Yes, for the whole year. Now, we're going to be talking about these planning tips as it relates to running a business. I know some of you listening don't have a business yet. Maybe you're thinking about starting a side hustle or something like that. But we're specifically, obviously, we're talking about this as it relates to business. But I've also found that this can be really beneficial when I set goals for my personal life as well, which is something that I definitely do. I I really want to think about like what are the areas that I really want to improve and I'm going to be dedicated to this upcoming year. And so when you're thinking about that in business, what does that look like? Now, maybe your two to three focuses of the year are specifically related to products or services that you currently have or you're thinking about having. Maybe it's a little bit more broad and you're not sure what those are just yet, but you know that one of your focuses is that you want to elevate your monthly revenue. Or you know that one of your focuses is that you want to get more support in your business. So what does that look like? Um, so all of these different things, they don't necessarily have to be like, this is the exact thing that I'm going to do. But what are you going to be focused on? What are you going to make a priority and dedicate your energy to? And the reason that I recommend no more than two to three is that you can really dedicate time and energy to those things without being pulled in a million different directions. We know as business owners that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Like we have to update our, you know, email funnel. We have to create our website. We have to check in on our admin. We need to make sure we're answering emails scheduling. like There's a lot of day-to-day things that just naturally happen as you're building a business. So without taking from those day-to-day things that need to happen in order to run your business, where are you going to focus your energy? And when you can focus on two to three for the whole year, then you're able to keep up with those day-to-day you know, necessary tasks while also expanding while also evolving and stepping into a next version of yourself, into the next version of your business. So again, when you're starting to think about these things, if you know the specifics, amazing. I applaud you. (laughs) If you don't know the specifics, or maybe you have a few ideas of what that might be, think about the general focus. And I gave you some examples, obviously, already. Another tip that I have for you, and this is just part of tip number one, is that Every month, every 30 days, you should really kind of be focused on one of those. So let's say you choose three main focuses for the entire year as it relates to your business. 
for 30 days, dive into one of those. And maybe that means you have three focuses for the year and you're going to do one focus for the first 90 days, another one for the next 90 days, and then maybe your third one is like a big kahuna. And so that one's going to be, you know, for a whole six months, two quarters. How you kind of divvy that up is going to depend on a lot of different things. And this is something that we are diving into inside of our virtual planning event that is happening on December 15th. Now, tickets are not on sale yet, but they will be. We are going to be opening up tickets to this virtual planning event the week of Black Friday um, inside, you know, everyone celebrates it, but it's the week of Thanksgiving for us inside of the United States basically November 24th. And we're going to be opening up a really early bird option to those on my email list. And then tickets will generally go on sale to the public on the 29th. So if you want to make sure that you get access to those tickets, especially to that discount, be sure that you are on the email list. If you already get emails from me, you're good to go. But if you're not, you can head to brandmary.com slash subscribe, and that's going to allow you to very easily join the list so that you hear more about that. But what we're going to be focused on, on at our virtual event is really how do we dive into kind of that main focus? How do we choose those focuses every 30 days, every 60 days, every 90 days based on a few different elements in our life? So what's happening externally? How does that affect how we're able to show up in our business? And we'll be talking more and more about that on the virtual event happening on December 15th. So make sure you stay tuned for those tickets because they're going on sale soon and we're so excited. So again, I really am going to encourage you to strip it back, choose two to three main focuses for the entire year. And then of those two to three focuses, what will you be focused on? Just one thing only for 30 days at a time. And again, there's no right or wrong way to structure this. It could be, if you're like me, you're like, okay, for the next 90 days, this is what I'm dedicated to. Or maybe it's like, I'm going to focus on you know, focus number one for January and then focus number two for February and March and then focus number three for April, right? Like you'll learn more about when to focus and, you know, what's going to have the biggest impact or ROI for you in your life and your business based on some of these factors, again, that we will be covering in the virtual event on December 15th. So number one, strip it back. Don't try to do everything under the sun, get really, really simple with it, get really, really good at focusing in on those things and improving those things because your energy is not going to be pulled in a million different directions if you're doing like 10 things in one year. Okay. All right. So tip number two is all about an identity shift. Now, this is something that I really, really love to talk about with my clients. It's something that I really, I didn't first hear about it in the book Atomic Habits, which again, if you've never read that book, please, this is such a great time to read that book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I just love it. I love it so much. Um, But inside of the book, he talks about an identity shift, creating goals based on ultimately who you want to become and not based on what you feel like you should be doing or a milestone that you should be hitting. Again, some of the things that we talked about in episode 62 last week. But I have really found from my experience and I've heard from my clients as well that when you set goals based on the type of person that you want to be, how you ultimately want to live your life, how you want to feel, then you're more likely to actually take the steps to get there. And when shit gets hard 
as it inevitably will, stuff's going to come up for you. There are going to be things that you have to do to achieve these goals that feel really uncomfortable, really difficult, maybe challenging you in different ways. When those things inevitably come up, you're able to really you're really able to reframe it and say, what do I do now that is going to allow me to become the person that I ultimately want to be? Not, okay, is this thing going to help me hit X, Y, and Z? But like, is this going to help me become the person that I ultimately want to be? And it makes those moments when you're having to decide things in life, in business, or you're really struggling with consistency in your habits. I mean, when you reframe it in that way, you're like, God damn it, I'm going to do the workout, (laughs) right? Because, you know, for me, I really want to be an incredibly healthy, strong individual, both externally, but also internally. And so when I'm trying to convince myself every morning to not work out, which still happens to this day. Like I've, I've been so consistent for like three years now, but I still, every morning I'm like, do I really need to? There's that little voice in my head that's like, what type of person do you want to become? Who is the best version of Michelle? And I'm like, the best version of Michelle works out. She moves her body today because that's just what I know to be true. And so that's really what you're focusing on is like, what does that version of you, that future version of you, what would they choose today? And when you can shift your planning, your goal setting, your intention setting to more of an identity focused, who you want to become, how you want to ultimately feel, it really changes how you plan your time and the things that you show up for and the things that you say no to. And so this is also something that inside of my section of the virtual planning event, because we have multiple speakers for this event. It's an all-day event on hap- happening on December 15th. My section, which is about two hours, two and a half hours, I talk more about this identity shift and really setting goals based on the future version of yourself. Not, not even necessarily the you in 30 days. I'm talking about the you in like five years. Because... When you have that bigger goal, it's those small steps, those daily changes, or as James Clear says, the 1% every day that makes the biggest difference. So number two is, is to really focus on who you want to become, how you ultimately want to feel, which is something I talked about in ep- episode 62, and then stepping back and saying, okay, how do I become that? What are those small action steps that I need to do? And this is also going to help you get clarity, a little bit more clarity on maybe what are those two to three main focuses for the year or for the next 30 days when you're really clear on where you're ultimately going. So tip number three, all right, start planning quarterly in your business. Okay. So I'm going to take you back. Story time. I swear I tell a story every single time we have a planning podcast. So if you've listened to any past episodes from me or even a live stream, I'm sorry. Um, But I used to be such a planner. It was like, and I still am, obviously. But like growing up in school, I would set these goals and I would write them on a piece of paper. And actually, my mom is my parents have been cleaning out their home, and they my mom found a piece of paper that I created my junior year of high school, 2004, and it had my goals on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's so so weird to see 
see these things from years and years ago, but I would always set these big goals. And typically, I would set a year goal and I would maybe set like a six-month goal and that was it. I wouldn't go deeper and ask myself, how how do I actually make that happen? And I really had this habit of writing these goals, getting really excited about these goals, maybe looking at them for, I don't know, like a week or two, and then absolutely forgetting about them, like just gone. And as you can imagine, I very rarely hit my goals or even made progress toward them (laughs) after an extended period of time. I would, again, be dedicated for 30 days and then out the window it would go because I didn't have a plan of action to actually achieve those. And that's where this whole concept of 90 days has really been beneficial for me, both in life and business. From a life standpoint, it gives me a checkpoint. So every 90 days, I'm checking in and saying like, are you honoring this goal that you set for yourself? Where are you at? Where's your progress? Do you need to tweak the goal? Are you really, really far behind? Have you already reached it? What does that look like? And then from a business perspective, it really helps me focus my time and energy when there are a million and one things to do. Because like I shared before, there are you have these goals, right? Like these are the things that I want to accomplish. These are the things that I want to do. And then you also have all of the different things that you need to actually run your business and keep it going day to day, working with your clients, creating, you know, updating content, uh, the tech, all of that. Then you've got life mixed in, of course, right? So you've got appointments and schedules and dinner and laundry and all the different things. And it's really easy to forget what you were ultimately working toward or to say like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then six months later, you're like, man, crap. Like, what the heck happened? And so this whole 90-day concept is something that I have been really dedicated to for quite some time. I have done this with my content creation even, where I plan out 90 days of content at a time so that I know exactly what I'm going to be doing for 90 days. It takes a lot of the overwhelm out, takes the guesswork out. I'm able to show up, create the thing from a very aligned place, put it out there, grow my audience, grow my business. If I were trying to guess every week what I wanted to talk about, I would be wasting so much time. And so one of the things that I sat down with my husband this year is I was like, more entrepreneurs specifically really need to know how to do this whole 90-day plan. How do they create a plan for 90 days? How do they check in with themselves every week, every 30 days, and then again every 90 days, and then repeat the process? And so I'm really excited to share with you that we made a planner. Oh my gosh. I shared last week that it's it's my first physical product that I've sold with my business. I'm super jazzed to share this with you, but it is something I've been doing, this concept that I've been following for about five years now in my business since I first developed it. I had a really hard time buying a yearly planner. They were super big. I got really into it. I would spend like days, you know, like following all the things and putting all the things on my calendar for a whole year. And then about 60 days in, I would get really overwhelmed and I would just put the planner away. Like I just would ignore it completely. And it was too much. It was too big. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was too far in advance for me to feel like I could come from a place of inspiration 
it felt very rigid and I'm a rule follower. <laughs> so I, ha- I would have this, you know, plan in place. And then it'd be like, well, you should be doing this according to myself, right? Like you decided you wanted to do this in six months, but that didn't feel really aligned anymore. And so I would just be like, uh, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Whereas when I start to focus on 90 days at a time, it allows for more pivoting. It allows me for more inspiration. It still keeps me on track. It still allows me to feel like I have a plan of action and I'm not super overwhelmed with the things that I need to do. But it also in some way feels like there's room to evolve. And so we created these 90-day planners that you can purchase for yourself and you basically will just plan 90 days at a time. And so every quarter, you would ultimately getting be getting a new planner. And there's so many cool things in there. I'm going to do an episode all about the planner. But there are so many cool pieces in there on like checking in with yourself, how to plan for the week you know, in advance, content creation sections are in there, and then ultimately a 90-day check-in where you say, okay, what was great this year or this 90 days? What worked? What didn't? How do I feel? And then how do I want to plan for the next 90? So it allows you to take that big vision of who you ultimately want to become, break it down into two to three focuses for the year, and then every 90 days creating a very strategic plan of action so that you're not waking up on Monday and going, what am I going to do this week to grow my business? You know you have it and you can come from a place of inspiration rather than a place of desperation. And so this planner we created to support you in that process. Now, you obviously do not need to buy the planner if you feel really confident, if you're not like a pen and paper person just do the concept that I just shared with you. But if you are like me and you really love to have that right in front of you where you can, I love to write, write it down, physically see it. I also like to go back and look at previous quarters to see, okay, how did, what did I do this time last year? That's been really helpful for me in planning year to year in my business. And so you basically have this archive of, of, you know, goals that you had, what you achieved, how you felt, and all those different things that you can reference back. So this planner is going to be available in December. And you can go to brandmary.com slash planner to get on the wait list for this awesome new product that we have. But circling it back, I got a little carried away with just getting obsessed with the planner. But circling it back to tip number three, it's all about planning quarterly. So again, giving yourself a 90-day roadmap, checking back in with yourself. How did it go? What would you change? And what do you want to do moving forward? And then allowing yourself to evolve and pivot and do that every 90 days. And that is my one of my secrets to creating a really aligned business is constantly checking in with myself. So again, if you want more details on this, if you want to join the waitlist, go to brandmary.com slash planner so that we can let you know as soon as it's available. Yay! Okay. <laughs> I get really jazzed about that. All right. Tip number four, when appropriate, set measurable goals. Now, sometimes this can be a a tricky situation. I'll give you an example. Let's say you want to feel a certain way which is like my whole mindset going into the new year on on planning. Like, how do I want to feel as a business owner? How do I want to feel as a strategist? How do I want to feel as a mother? How do I want to feel as a, as a partner? How do I want to feel as a woman, you know, living my life? I'm really coming from a place of 
you know, how do I ultimately want to feel? That can be tricky to measure, right? Because I can't just like wake up one day and be like, oh, hit that number. That's a lot easier to do from, you know, revenue, how many times you want to post, how you want to grow your email list, um, how many clients you want to have at a time, right? That's super easy. And so that's why I say where appropriate. You might not be able to put a measurable goal on your feeling, but maybe you can say, these are some of the things that I want to be experiencing. I know that these would allow me to feel a certain way. And so how can you kind of take your identity goal and then turn it into something that's a little bit more measurable? So I'll give you an example. We'll step outside of business. We'll talk about you know, wellness and fitness, because it's what we've been talking about. I know that I want to be, like I said, someone who is strong and healthy both inside and outside. I also want to be a happy individual. (laughs) And so one thing that I've realized about myself is that I have to move every single day in order to feel that way. So that's something I can measure. Did I move every single day for 90 days? Was it a walk? Was it a workout? Whatever that is. And so start to think, can I make some aspect of this goal measurable? If you can't, that's okay. Like I said, we're appropriate. But the more that you can define these different numbers or checkpoints or different things, the more likely you are to know, are you being consistent? Are you hitting them? Now, obviously, when we're talking about business, there's a lot of different things that we can measure. And I really encourage you to still have those markers for yourself. So obviously revenue is one of them, but it's not the only one. Let me repeat that again. Obviously revenue is one measurable goal, but it is not the only one. And oftentimes it can be very deceiving because we can say, oh, I want to have consistent, you know, 10K months. But then, you know, this month you're like, I'm traveling for three weeks. (laughs) It's harder, right? Unless you have a whole evergreen funnel set up, you're selling stuff passively, yada, 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 whatever it is, it's going to be hard to consistently do that, right? So there's going to be ebb and flow to that. But what are some other measurable things? How do you want to grow your email list? How many new subscribers do you want to have every single month? What about number of clients that you're serving at a time? Let's say you do one-to-one services. What's your capacity? One time I said a 10 10-person, one-to-one goal. And I don't know if I'll ever do that again because it was a lot of clients. But I set that goal for myself because I really wanted to see, you know, what is my what is my max that I could take? And I wanted to hit a specific revenue goal. And so I could measure that every month. Oh my gosh, where am I at with my 10? Am I close? Am I at eight? What am I going to do? And I could start to get really creative with my marketing and it really allowed me to show up and, and hit that goal. So again, where appropriate, find measurable goals that you can create for yourself, it's really going to make a huge difference when it comes to checking in, which again is something that I encourage you to do. It's something that we have available inside of the new planner and it really helps you create more of an aligned business. All right. So number four, again, measurable goals where appropriate. Number five is like probably the easiest tip out of all of these. Maybe not the easiest to stick to, but it's the easiest tip. It's the easiest thing to get started with. And that is to designate one day a week specifically for content creation. Now, I talk a lot about bulk creating. And there's a lot of research on why that is so powerful for 
individuals. And I'm definitely one of those individuals. I I can't ping pong back and forth. It's really hard for me to go from one thing to another to another and stay fully focused. Like basically if I'm, you know, writing some emails and then I have to switch gears and do a bunch of admin work, it takes me an hour to two hour to two hours to actually get going in that admin work. So I've just blown like two hours of my time because I needed to switch my brain. I needed to switch my energy. I get really distracted. It's a whole thing. Whereas if I'm like, all right, today I'm going to be writing emails and I'm going to give myself three, sometimes four hours to write those emails. Yes, I'm taking breaks, obviously. Yes, I'm eating, right? I'm doing all those things that we need to do. I'm having conversations. You know, I'm I'm taking those little pockets of time. But my brain is like, okay, girl, we are working on emails today. I get my music on and the creative flow is there and I'm not stopping the creative flow. I'm able to get really into it because it does. I mean, it's not like you can turn this light switch on. I think that's like a a misconception that like you sit down and suddenly you're like, here we go. And I'm in it and I'm at my peak performance right away. There's that momentum building. And I think when we don't bulk create, we have that momentum building and then suddenly it's time to switch gears. So we haven't even ro- like rode that momentum through. And that's why I love bulk creating. And one of the things that I have been doing since the beginning of my business is having these bulk creating days, content creation days. And so what is one day that you can put on your calendar for the upcoming year that you're going to honor? Now, again, test it out for 90 days, see how it works, and then maybe pivot. That's the beauty of a 90-day. Your focus is every week I'm going to have a day dedicated to content creation. What that day is, you're going to need to test and see what works for you. And I've shared this before. I've done this at every level of my business. But when I was first getting started and working a 9-to-5, my husband was also working his 9-to-5, and then we had the the babe, you know, (laughs) Cal, I would do it on Sunday mornings. That was the day my husband was off work. And so I'd wake up really early. I'd have like three to four hours in the morning. It was perfect because I could get some alone time. My husband obviously uh, could have alone time with our son, which is incredibly important. And I could get a bunch of stuff done for the whole week before I dove into nine to five life. Then when I left my nine to five, I did it on Monday mornings. There's something about like the kick off to the week that just like works really well for my brain. And we had childcare on that day. And so my son would go to his uh, Nana's house and I would go to the local library and I would work for, again, three to four hours. It was really great for everyone. I'd get the stuff done for the whole entire week, blog, scheduled, social media, all that. And then I was done for the whole week. As I've grown my business and I have a lot more flexibility, my husband is obviously now home, um, homeschooling our son, you know, working in the business. I'm fully able to dedicate time to the business during the week. I've actually been able to weekly create content. So like this episode specifically is one of five episodes that I created this week. So the whole week was just dedicated to creating a whole month's worth of content. And and that's what I was able to do. But I still had specific days in there where I created two to three episodes. So whatever that looks like for you, you probably aren't at a place where you can carve out a whole week for content creation. Took me a really long time to get here. But at the very least, have a repeatable day every single week that you are dedicated to creating that content for the week ahead. It's one of the easiest things that you can do. You can literally put it on your calendar right now while you're listening to this, unless you're driving. Don't do that. And 
and you can honor that and you can test it out. And then again, at 90 days, you ask yourself, how did this feel? Did this work for me? Did this work for my lifestyle? Do I need to change it for the next 90 days? But you still have a dedicated day every single week. Top planning tip. I'm going to I'm gonna talk about it forever and ever. <laughs> I've been talking about it for six years and I'm going to keep talking about it forever. All right. Number six, final planning tip for you. Be open to modifications, changes, and following your gut or your intuition or whatever you call it. You have to do this. <laughs> and I, I have a pin in my hand. You can't see me, but I have a pin in my hand that I like move around while I talk. Like I talk with my hands so much. It's, it's really hard for me to not hit this microphone on a regular basis. I just set it down because I'm getting serious. Okay. <laughs> set it down. Four years, I was one of two types of planners. I either set the goals, loved the goals, felt the goals, was dedicated to the goals for like two weeks, and then absolutely forgot about the freaking goals. Or I was the rigid planner where I would do that and I would be so obsessed with hitting these specific goals that I would sometimes miss out on opportunities and that like intuition that something was off or unaligned. Now, I really lead from a place of having that plan of action. That's exactly what it's supposed to be, a plan. But knowing that the plans can change. Ah, what a concept, right? Having the plan so that I have direction, so that I'm not spending time and energy and money trying to figure it out. I have direction. I'm taking that those small steps of daily action, but then also checking in with myself. And this is like full circle, right? This is why we plan quarterly here at Brand Mary to check in with myself and say, how does this feel? Are there things I'm doing in my business that I really don't like doing? Are there things that I'm doing in my business that aren't producing an ROI? Are there things in my business that I'm craving that I would love to do, that I think would be so fun to add on. If you're not giving yourself this opportunity to check in, to see what modifications or changes or gut instincts that you should be following, you're going to build a business that is unaligned and you're more likely to lead to burnout. So maybe this is my top tip for you. Set the plan. I'm not saying don't have a plan of action. And even if, like I said in last week's episode, you don't know exactly what it is, set small habits, set small intentions for the type of life you want to live, for the type of person that you want to be, and honor those. Have the plan of action so that you're not wandering around in the woods without a map forever, <laughs> but also know that you can detour if you need to. And it's okay. I think about this a lot when we travel because if if I don't have like, a, okay, this is what we're going to be doing on this day, kind of like a, 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 one, a one goal for that day. Maybe we're going to go see something new. Maybe the goal is to try a new restaurant. Maybe the goal is even just to wander around a specific area. At least I've got it in my mind that this is what we're aiming for. But if I was so rigid with that, I wouldn't have 
discovered all the amazing things that we have discovered through our adventures. I have this goal and this plan in place because if I don't, what happens? You sit for like three hours trying to figure out what you want to do (laughs) when you travel and then that's just like a whole waste of time. So we have this goal, we have this plan, but then along the way, we might see something, we might feel something, we might have this inkling to go stop at a beach or something. And if we didn't allow ourselves to do those things, we wouldn't discover all these amazing, amazing things in the world. The same is true for your business. Have the plan, but know that some small things might come up and be open to pivoting, be open to changing them. And I'm going to be talking more about this on the virtual planning event again on December 15th. I'm like, how do you know? (laughs) You know, how do you know if you should be pivoting or if you're distracting yourself? Like, this is something we love to talk about with our clients. And we'll be diving a little bit more into that. So again, make sure that you are on the email list, brandmary.com slash subscribe so that you can get those notifications on when tickets for the event go on sale. But please be open to pivoting, to changing, to making small tweaks along the way. That is what allows you to create an aligned business and a brand without the burnout. All right, six, six of my fave planning tips as we continue to prepare for the next year in life in business. I hope these tips and these episodes that I'm sharing with you are breathing some life into the planning process, that you're not kind of fearful of it, I guess, or thinking like how dreadful that feels to have to plan an entire year. It gets to be fun. It gets to be exciting. It gets to be you saying, who do I want to be? How do I want to live? How do I want to feel? What type of person, you know, do I want to step into? That's what always gets me so excited about the planning process. And yes, it took years to get here. And that's why I share with you all the tips I wish I would have known. (laughs) So, Again, we've got a lot of really cool stuff happening here at Brand Mary and ultimately things to really help you step into your most sustainable, your most authentic, your most aligned, exciting year in life and business coming up soon. So quick recap on some of those amazing things that are coming up for you. Again, tickets are going on sale next week for the virtual planning event. We're going to be running a Black Friday weekend sale to my email list specifically, so make sure that you are subscribed at brandmary.com slash subscribe. And then tickets will also be open to the general public, but again, there's going to be a sale that weekend. So definitely get on the email list and check that out. And we have the new planner coming out as well in December. If you want to get on the wait list for the physical planner, go to brandmary.com slash planner, and you will get on the wait list for that to be the first to know when those are ready to order. And again, taking these six tips that I gave you today and really starting to think, maybe you don't finalize the pieces yet. Maybe you're waiting for that planner to drop. Hey, no, so you can write them all down. Maybe you're going to come to the virtual planning of it. Hey, which I'm so excited about. I hope you do both. But start thinking about ultimately who you want to become, how you want to feel. And again, last week's episode, episode 62, talked more about like, if you're in a place where you're not 100% sure, tune into that episode because hint, hint, you're not alone. All right. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week ahead. If this episode spoke to you, I would love if you shared it online, send it to a friend, 
tag me on Instagram. And if you have any questions or would love to just chat with me about the episode, be sure to head over to Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. and we can chat in my DMs. Okay. Until next time, another episode next week. Talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B R A N D M E R R Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Now, Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.